I'm Lauren, and I'm a veterinarian. I'm JJ, and I'm a veterinary technician. And you're listening to IntroVets, a veterinary podcast by introverts with high-functioning anxiety. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the snack episode. Snacks, snacks, and lawnmowers, apparently, because I hear one in the distance. You, there's a lawnmower at your house? I don't <laughs> hear it. It's, I think <laughs> it's riding away, but... Right when we were starting recording, I could hear it, and I was like, mm, Ben's going to love that later. Oh, well, now Ben has to leave it in so that the audience isn't like, what lawnmower? What are you talking about? They like that time that we hear. edited out the Huskies accidentally. <laughs> they were oh, my God. Well, JJ, what's up with you? How have you been? Uh, good, good. Enjoying some of our, our nerdy things we have at the house, and I was telling a friend the other day you know when i was uh younger and watching movies like back to the future and thinking and back to the future too i'm like what fun things are we gonna have in 2021 i bet we'll have flying cars but no, no that was a negative instead i have a litter box that has an app and it will tell <laughs> me when the cat has been in it and when it's full and it also uses emojis. So that's what we it have in 2020. It texts you emojis? It does. It's like cat emoji, like the cat head. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. it's either happy or if it's full, it gives a shocked face, which is <laughs> hilarious. And what's even better for <laughs> those uh, Christmas vacation movie fans, uh -huh. um, you can name your litter box. And we could not pass up the opportunity to name our litter box the shitter. So when it tells you it's full, <laughs> it says, full. your litter robot is full. Signed, shitter. So yeah, you can say the shitter's full. And uh, yeah. The other thing it told us that's kind of funny is that if you have one cat, you should only have to empty your drawer every seven to ten days. But mm -hmm. our tiny cat is a shitting machine because we have oh. to empty that thing twice a week. Other than that, um, I'm quite happy with our purchase and we also have a, a furbo which i'll go into a little bit more detail in a bit but kind of got me thinking what other fun pet tech items are there available so that we can all enjoy some of these things and learn more about them and um, enjoy 2021 for what it is <laughs> which is time to stay home and play with toys yes exactly so how does it know to like do stuff? Like how, how, how does, does it work? work? Yeah. Um, whoever made this thing put a lot of thought into it. And I had actually kind of researched some litter robot options a while back. And there's a bunch of different kinds, but this one is their customer service is amazing. And they, they, they put everything out there. They're like, here's our reviews. And if anybody sent a negative review, they had a suggestion. I mean, they have a website with tons of suggestions for acclimating your cat to the new litter box, which we all, we took advantage of and were surprised how quickly she took to it. And I mean, we were excited too. Every time it would cycle, we'd run in there to watch it like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> but it's a sort of a, we call it kind of an egg. I'm going to date myself here, but it looks a lot like um, for older people. The Mork and Mindy show, the the, the egg spaceship that Mork travels <laughs> no, no, in. No, no, no. 
Yes, Nanu Nanu. Yeah. It looks like an egg that's sitting in a little a base. And basically, when the cat goes into the litter box, it recognizes they have to be of a certain size. I think I think the minimum was five pounds, but they said seven was really better. Our cat is, you know, soaking wet six pounds, but it recognizes her without an issue. You know, they go into the litter box and that starts a timer. And you can actually change the timer on that. They have a suggestion. You can make it longer or shorter, whatever makes you happy. Or you can tell it don't run at all until this certain time of day. There's all kinds of fun things you can do with this thing. So uh, the cat goes in, triggers the timer. The cat does what the cat needs to do and then comes out. And then like ours is set to 15 minutes. So 15 minutes later, it will start to turn. It's got a a sort of a grate that will filter out the litter Mm -hmm. and keep the clumps in. And then once it gets turned, rotated all the way to the point where it stops, the clumps go down a hole and then it rotates back out. And as it's rotating back, the litter comes back in and fills. And it actually, it'll go to a certain point, stop, and then rotate a little bit more so that the litter is even and nice and happy. What? Does does the cat go in through the top or the side? There's like a front entrance, um, kind of like a regular litter box that's got a dome or Okay. A cover too. There's like one, and it's sort of oval shaped, mm-hmm. and they can get in there just fine without issue. I think if you have a really big, big cat, they may have a little bit of a struggle. But <laughs> stop looking at me. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think your cats will be fine. It, it there's there's some that are you know beyond Garfield and. Or cats that they have little stairs that you can buy to put for it if you have a cat that's arthritic and maybe because they have to do a little bit of a hop to get into it. But that's the other cool thing about them. They have tons of accessories. And if any part of the litter box is, uh, you know, breaks down for any reason, you can buy all the individual parts. So you can buy the dome, you can buy the base, you can buy the circuit board, whatever you need, whatever part you need, they sell it individually. So. It also comes with a uh, 90-day guarantee. So uh, if your cat doesn't use it, you can, of course, empty the litter out of it. Don't send it back dirty. But you can send it back and get your money back. So I was uh, I was most impressed with that because I'm like, how do you know? Because cats are weird. You know, mm-hmm. I was nervous because we were going from a non-clumping litter to a clumping litter because obviously you have to use the clumping litter. But yeah. It's really nice. It keeps up with how often your cat goes. So you can notice trends. Um, all that's on the app. It has a nightlight <laughs> on it so that they can see what they're doing in the dark. I'm sorry. I know. It's, it's, uh, does it also like have some sort of like LED colored light strobe effect like her vape? <laughs> they can go. Cause that's what I'm picturing in my head. <laughs> oh, it's like a blue don't, light. Don't, so it doesn't like, blind them i guess it's okay. it's to help them see better without being like bright light it's it's it looks very smurfy in there it's blue <laughs> we sprung for the furniture that goes with it so it's like a nice little cabinet that the litter box fits into mm-hmm. and then it's got a three shelf like um cat uh they called it like a cat tree but it's it's shelves you can put things on but it just has a hole that alternates on the shelves so they can climb up and go in and out of the holes if they want. So it's uh, 
it's That's been awesome. a, a happy purchase. We're we're extremely pleased with it. JJ, what's it called? It's the Litter Robot. Litter. Oh, like Litter Robot is just the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We should probably reiterate, like, <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement for Litter no, Robot. No, it's not. I just, I'm just so like pleased a, with it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, they, hey, if want, they want us to pay us. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'll be like, us. yeah, come on. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, sit, I'll play an ad for you. I don't, I I like it. I yeah. <laughs> I think they do a really good job, and I think that their main goal is to, you know, make your your cat experience better instead of just trying to sell you some sort of piece of crap. Nobody likes litter boxes; they're not really fun. Yeah. But I mean, all you do is you pull out a drawer, pull out a. I mean, it's like changing the garbage. You just pull out a bag that has the clumps in it, tie it off, take it out. Put your new bag in, shut the drawer. That's all you got to do. They do recommend, you know, every month to every three or four months, taking it apart. There's an arm that goes across the dome. You just detach the arm and pull the dome out and and hosing it out. We haven't even had to do that yet. We just kind of, if there's, for lack of a better term, some skid marks up there, you just wipe it out. It's you been say wonderful. Skid mark? Yeah, because I mean, what? as it's spinning, if if it doesn't, if it, <laughs> it doesn't have good litter coverage on the turd, you know, the turd will slide, oh and what God. do turds leave behind? A oh, little no. skid mark. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, I remember you mentioning though, like it's kind of pricey. Yes, we don't have to say like. In fact, we should not say like exact cost. But yes, is it like it's worth every penny type of situation? In my experience, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I have yeah. no regrets whatsoever. I don't mind paying a lot for something that I'm like, this is the shit right here. Well, <laughs> I didn't mean to make that. <laughs> the shitter is the that shit. That was an accidental joke. <laughs> okay. Now, you have another uh, fancy tech thing called the Furbo that I've uh, tossed treats to your animals and talked to them through before, right? Well, it, we don't put treats in it, what? mainly because... Our oh, dogs are, diet. yeah, special diets, both of them. And also, I don't, if I'm not there, I don't want to throw a piece of food into a room with two unsuper- unsupervised dogs. And oh, that's a, probably a smart. They, you plan. know, get mad at each other over a cookie. But you <laughs> can push the button and it makes a noise and it gets their attention. But yes, the, the Furbo is, we got it mainly so that we could... It has an interactive camera on it so that you can talk to the animals, you know, real time. So, for instance, if we go on a, you know, a a day trip or something, if they're there for a longer period of time, we can. Hi, guys, we're we're coming home, I promise. Mm -hmm. Especially Snuffy the Nervous Nelly. Oh. Weed's usually just naps and doesn't care that we're gone. But, (laughs) I mean, you walk out a room and Snuffy's like, where are you going? Why are you putting pants on? This what are you doing? Good. What's the plan? Am uh-huh. I going? Am oh, you I got going shoes today? now? Oh, hell no. Where, where was it? But no. So <laughs> the Furbo came in handy for that, but you can throw snacks out. It has a a monthly, or I think it's actually a year subscription for the Pet Nanny. And that one's even more interesting because it'll give you alerts. It'll let you know. It can tell the difference between the human and the animal. So if a rando person walks into the room with it, it'll say, "Hey, Ooh. human detected." So what? it's a oh, added JJ, security. What if you were? What if it was like late at night and you were not at your house and it was like human detected? I'd be like, 
going to my other app with my alarm system and hitting the panic <laughs> button because not cool. But, Hello, police. Yeah. <laughs> my Furbo said there's a, a person in my bedroom. Um, How do you explain that? Like my dog, my interactive dog camera told me that this person was detected. They're going to be guarantee like. guarantee you the Popo click. has heard it all. So, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, the, the main reason that my husband likes the pet anything is because at the end of the day, it'll pull all the videos that is taken throughout the day because anytime your pet moves, barks, does anything, it tri- trips it to start recording a short snippet. And then it'll alert you and say, hey, your dog's getting active. You might want to check on them so that you can. Uh-huh. And then it'll learn, too, because it'll say, what is your dog doing? You say, oh, my dog's being an idiot right now. So it'll learn, is it scratching? Is it barking? Is it twirling in circles randomly because it lost its brain? You know, those type of things it'll learn and it'll tell you, hey, your dog's scratching right now. Do you want to check on it? So that's kind of nice. But it, at the end of the day, it takes all those videos and puts them together and puts it to some music. And it's all sped up. Ben, what is it called? Oh, yeah, the Doggy Diary. And some of those have been hilarious. Because you can see, like, Weech gets up and... Wanders over to the door, stands there for a second, and then wanders somewhere else, and then wanders somewhere else, and then wanders somewhere else, and then all of a sudden just goes into the floor (laughs) and then looks around and then falls asleep. (laughs) Or you'll see (laughs) Snuffy, like, she'll go to one door, to another door, to another door, to another door, and then twirl in a circle and then lay down. Or when Snuffy's, like, left in her room, she gets really mad at her bed, so she'll start kicking the bed around. and Mm, That's stupid. Yep. It's just funny because it's all sped up. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a time lapse video of her exactly. being like, I'm so angry. Yep. And it's set to like circus music. So you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So yeah, we we enjoy the Furbo too. <laughs> now there's another one that you looked up that's a little bit similar, right? Yeah. This one's kind of more for geared toward kitties. <gasps> what? Yeah. I've I've been considering maybe. Because it has the laser pointer. Got a laser pointer? It does. Oh it God. has an interactive the laser, laser pointer? pointer. Yeah, you can control what? it. So you can play and interact <laughs> with them. So I was oh, like, Oh no. It also is built in where it can connect with, I don't want to say her, I forgot to turn her off too. Let me turn okay, her off. Okay, that, that one name that you say, like yeah, when the, you have the a Amazon home companion. Right. <laughs> that name go. starts All with right. an A. Okay. Alexa. Yeah, I turned her off. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can say her name without her lighting up and interacting with me here. But um, so, yeah, it can communicate with Alexa. And the um, Furbo, I forget, is it the plug that allows you to communicate with Alexa or does it just automatically? I think it communicates with Alexa because you can tell, we can say, hey, Alexa, turn on the Furbo and it'll turn on. Oh, cool. So that's nice because we can do that from a distance. We can tell it through the app. Or we can just after we're, as we're leaving, turn on Furbo and shut the door and go. So super. So the the cat one is the Pet Cube Play, and is it mostly the laser pointer that makes it geared towards kitties? Yes. Okay. Laser pointer geared towards kitties, and I don't remember if that one. Ha- I don't think it has any food like treat d- dispensing. I think it's just the laser pointer. Yeah. I well, think that, it would my, because my cats don't need a damn food dispenser. <laughs> they would figure out how to break into the stupid case and like eat all the snacks. I mean, I'd come home and it'd be like on the floor with 
three bloated cats laying around it. <laughs> I know, right? Like whales. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if it was in his Fraggle's pretty crafty, she would knock it over and knock the lid off mm-hmm. of it and destroy it to if she thought there was a snack in there. Some other things I found: um, the Whistle Go Explorer. It's a little attachment that has a GPS in it. You can attach to your dog collar or your cat collar. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And you can kind of program it to where the safe areas for your pet to be. So like your yard can be like a zone. And as long as you're in that, that's a safe area. But if they go outside of that area, you'll get alerts. And then you can track it with the GPS. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, if you have a pet that likes to go roaming, that thing would be very valuable. Mm hmm. The you know, back when microchips were kind of new, well, really, even still today, sometimes I'll implant a microchip for someone and they're like, OK, how do I track it on the app? And I'm like, no, this is not a GPS transmitter. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think we have the technology to make a GPS transmitter microchip sized no. and still make it cost effective. Yeah, Cost effective. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't even know if it's possible, but if it is, it's probably yeah. not 20 bucks or however much a microchip yeah. is, you know. So, um, but anyway, so like now I can be like, hey, we don't have that, but look, mm-hmm. you can get this and attach it to the collar. So, yeah. and it's not very big. I mean, I would say a yeah, matchbox car. Yeah. It's about maybe the size of a matchbox car, um, maybe a little taller. Like, I guess if you think of a, a matchbox car Mack truck. <laughs> so it has that <laughs> extra height of the trailer. <laughs> a tiny Optimus Prime, if you will, oh my God. <laughs> is on the collar. So it's not super huge. It's not like you're strapping a whole Garmin to the thing. It's it's pretty small. So I think that would that would be really beneficial for, you know, if you're moving to a new area and, you know, your pet doesn't know its boundaries yet, it can kind of help with that. So mm-hmm. Just make sure they have the collar on. (laughs) Yeah. Now, there was one um, thing that you were telling me about a little bit that's like a really ultra spa-like crate experience. (laughs) Yes. The Zen high-tech pet crate. So it can do a couple different things. But basically, when the dog enters it, it triggers the crate to start doing a couple things. Um, One, it will play very calming music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, sorry, I'm like, ahead. what's calming music to a dog? Because, I mean, I have heard of and actually purchased a CD that is supposed to be helpful for kitties to calm them down. I actually saw where some veterinary clinics, like specialty clinics that did a lot of surgery, were putting tiny little ear earphones on or near the cat's head as oh. much as, you know, the surgery would allow. And playing this music while they're asleep, and it was supposed to make yeah. their experience during their anesthesia way better. Cool. And I actually bought one of these CDs, and the other day I was playing it, and Fraggle, like, came up to the phone and, like, put her head next to it and then curled up in a little ball and went to sleep. And I'm like, what? Um, okay. The crate itself has sound dampening acoustics, so it kind of helps with big noises like fireworks or thunderstorms it's just like a noise canceling mm-hmm. headphones crate yeah i don't just know that not it with fully headphones. canceling it just says sound dampening so it probably just makes it sound like it's really far away if they i mean dogs can hear pretty well but it's going to take away some of the sharpness of the sound and make it sound like it's far far away maybe the calming music will even help drown it out even more 
but it also has vibration dampening. So, you know, how thunder can really rattle the house. They're not going to feel that as much if they're in that crate. And oh. the crate itself is it's made out of wood. It looks really nice. It comes with a nice orthopedic bed. And I was like, hmm, that might be a future a future thing for our high anxiety golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. Well, so as far as kitty cats go, there's one other one that you mentioned, which is like a water fountain. Now I have a water fountain, but this one is special. Yeah, there's a, several different options, and some come with apps as well, and they come in different materials like plastics or metals. Um, but some of them can uh, you can uh, change how the flow of the water is. So mm-hmm. if your cat likes more of like a pulsing fountain or uh, one that kind of circulates from below, or you can change it to whichever one your cat prefers. Some of them just have one type of mode. So you can get, say, my cat likes this particular thing. So you can get the one that makes that particular flow. Or you can get the one that you can change it up however, you know, you prefer. Some of them are in various uh, levels of sounds. So sometimes cats like the sound of the water. Some cats don't. It just kind of depends on what your cat's preference is. But there's tons of those to choose from. I also looked up a product that is really exciting. (laughs) The name of it is Predator Beware, and it was created by two veterinary professionals in North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is a harness with removable spikes to prevent attacks, well, to prevent successful attacks by things like uh, wildlife, so coyotes, cougars. Uh, attacks from above like hawks Birds and eagles prey. yeah and someone asked like would it stop a an, an alligator and i'm like i don't know if anything stops an alligator <laughs> but like you know and it um so it's these little harnesses just a harness like you would normally walk a dog on okay mm-hmm. but it has these areas where velcro can attach and it comes with these completely removable velcroed spike strips and the spikes are not met. I mean, they look like metal, so these dogs look ultra punk. But they, <laughs> um, but they're made of like a hard, durable plastic, um, so it won't hurt. So, say a coyote or something did try to bite your dog, it's not going to harm the thing that's trying to attack it, but it's going to like stop them enough to be like, "What the?" F-? And then <laughs> like have you time to like grab your foo foo, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, they come in a variety of colors and sizes, and these dogs look so ridiculous and cute but i say i'm getting a strong super mario brother turtle vibe yes absolutely (laughs) the spiky spiky turtle that you have to beat yes that is accurate (laughs) um i sent jj some photos of these i mean they are so ridiculous and we'll put them on uh on the social media as well now there's mostly little dogs okay but they come in all sorts of sizes so you could get them for big dogs as well and there is a whole FAQ on the website uh, that you should go take a look at because it talks about things like, you know, let's not wear the spikes all the time. So, like, while <laughs> your dog is playing with other pets that it enjoys playing with, no spikes, you know, mm-hmm. like, you could take them off and put them back on. <laughs> but these dogs look so ridiculous. I actually started following the 
company on Facebook just so that I could see like the daily pictures of dogs <laughs> in these spiky outfits. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, man. And then hopefully, you know, as COVID kind of eases up, you know, we'll be able to like go more places and, and do more things and things like that. But like you can protect your little dog on COVID walks with like your <laughs> spike, spiky vest and they won't get attacked uh, successfully, hopefully. Speaking of COVID and getting out, mm-hmm. I know I have this concern and I'm sure other people, if they don't have this concern, they're about to have it and about to learn more about it. We've been lucky enough that Ben's been able to do a lot of work from home. Mm -hmm. Um, But on days that he does have to go to work, we're having to medicate our darling Snuffleupagus due to separation anxiety. Okay. So something she had before COVID, but She's definitely, I mean, just yesterday, she could see us. We had the blinds open so she could see us clean out in the garage, but she had drooled all over herself. She was running around and just super anxious and upset because she wasn't in the same room with us. So I'm not looking forward to when Ben does go back to the office more full time, what that's going to do, because, boy, I feel bad for her. She's a hot mess. Do you feel like COVID has made it worse? Because you guys have been home more, so now she's just not used to being alone at all? Right. Um, Okay. We're finding, like, if we're going on a short trip where we don't, like, both of us doesn't have to get out of the car, we just take her with us. And part of it is that we've had the door frame that she's destroyed fixed, so we Uh don't want to to have to do it again. But she was in a routine before where she kind of expected that she was going to have to go in her room and she was going to be there, uh, you know, either alone or with Squeegee, depending on if Squeegee was going to the gym or not. She kind of knew what to expect, but it's kind of starting all over again. So we've implemented some of these activities, but some of it, I mean, she's beyond a little bit of the whole changing routines or creating routines or doing that sort of thing. Um, behavior medication without medication um, she has to have the medication it helps Mm. her tremendously so yeah but if you got a a dog during the covid times not that we're out of them but sometimes there's a few behavior modifications that can be helpful i mean i definitely also am concerned that it is going to be a widespread problem not just with pets that have existed before covid but especially for the brand new ones like these new puppies mm-hmm. people have so many people have been getting puppies during quarantine and stuff but like what's going to happen when you guys go back to work and this puppy has never been well first of all never been socialized to really go outside the home at all and then second of all never really gotten used to the fact that you guys are gonna have periods when you're gone like that's to me pretty worrisome so Mm -hmm. let's talk about what we might be able to do to try to help kind of bridge the gap and and come out of quarantine successfully Mm -hmm. one of the things that uh i don't know this always been super available but i think it's become more of a thing probably in the last decade has been uh some independent activities and toys that are available now um they make like a good good food dispensing puzzles so it's basically, there's all different kinds, but um, your dog has to do a series of, you know, either opening some full plastic flap or moving something around with their nose or something like that to be able to get to the, to the treat. And you definitely want to work with them 
whether you're helping them until they figure it out, um, but something that's going to allow them to focus their attention and energy on that, that they don't even know you're leaving. Mm -hmm. An easy one is those Kong toys. They have the the center of them is hollow, so you can put Mm -hmm. things like peanut butter or something in there that's kind of a paste that's safe for them to eat, that's uh, highly rewarding. So something that's going to make them like doggy crack, they're going to be all about (laughs) it and they'll work on getting whatever they can get out of that and maybe not so much on the fact that you're leaving. And um, you can kind of start off with giving them the toy and then leaving the room and see if they do they disengage from the toy and follow you or do they stay with the toy? And maybe you need to up whatever you're putting in as something that's their absolute favorite. And for kitties, like I've got a food dispensing ball that slows my cat down for eating, but they make balls like that for dogs too, that they can roll around and it spits out a little piece of food every now and then. That way their their attention is all on that and not so much about, oh my gosh, you're leaving. I'm scared mm-hmm. and I'm anxious and I don't like it. Talking about um, leaving, there are some suggestions about like not making leaving such a huge emotional deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't want to make it a big dramatic thing because they're going to pick up on that. Like if you're super anxious about leaving them, they're going to pick up and wonder why that's why why are you, why are you freaking out? If you're freaking out, I'm freaking out. So you want to make it something that you just all right, all right. I'm just going to get up and go. You know, you can pet them goodbye, but don't be like, oh, poor, and, and, you know, get them all riled up. Just, it's not a big deal that you're leaving. You just get up and go. Mm -hmm. Same thing with when you return. You don't want to make it a big deal when you return either. That's going to help with just basic uh, manners. Because if you come home and you're like, oh my gosh, yay, let's jump up on me and have a big commotion and everything. When you have a visitor come over, they're going to expect to do that, too. And not everybody enjoys having your 80-pound dog jump on them. What we tried to do with Squeegee was, if you want to be greeted when we come home, you must sit first. You don't get any pettings till you sit. And that's something that she does fairly well when we're away from the home. Sometimes she's not so great at it anymore, but used to. I could take her just about anywhere. And... She knew that if she wanted attention, she had to sit first. Using training like that is going to have a make you have a good relationship with your pet anyway, but it can help a little bit with the anxiety too, because you know, if you can take their mind off of them freaking out about you coming or going, and just say, Okay, you need to sit. You need to do these other things. They're like switches their brain from A to B. So it gives them something else to do. What are some things that you can do to sort of break up your routine when you're leaving so that the pet doesn't kind of get triggered into an anxious episode? Dogs pick up on routine really easily. I know my golden retriever figured out our routine within the first 48 hours. So things that you may not realize that you do every time, they'll know. So if you have a certain way of, you know, okay, I have, I'm going to put on my shoes. I'm going to get my keys and my phone, put them in the pocket. You're going through your mental checklist of before you leave, your dog knows that you're doing this. So they're like, oh, they grabbed the keys. That means they're leaving. That means I need to panic now. So you might do things like break up that routine a little bit. I mean, you still have to have your keys to go somewhere, obviously, but you can do things like 
um, get up, put on your shoes, put your keys in your pocket, put your phone in your pocket, and don't go anywhere. Or maybe have your keys in a different location, maybe like right by the door or something. So you don't get your keys while you're in your bedroom or something where your dog is around and they can pick up on that. Or if you, you can go somewhere, but instead of being gone for however long you know you're going to be, maybe just like go outside for a few minutes and come back in. So leave for short durations, kind of change up the routine a little bit, and that's going to throw them off too. And they'll be like, okay, they, yes, they left, but they weren't gone for very long. So whenever you go to work, maybe, or if you have to leave the house on a routine basis every every day for whatever you have to do, they're not locked into one routine. So you can yeah. try doing that a little bit. Most of the time, especially if you have a newer pet, they're going to adjust to the to a new routine of you leaving consistently, but it's kind of how you do it and manage their expectations a little bit as best you can. <laughs> if only we could sit them down and say like, I, I am not leaving forever. This is just like every other day. Mm-hmm. Goodbye for now. I'll be back at <laughs> eight o'clock, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Having the Furbo has been helpful because there's times where like we're traveling somewhere and it says your dog's getting active and I check it and it's snuffy pacing back and forth and squeaking and she's going from the bedroom door to the back door just looking for somebody to come home so we can activate the little voice thing and talk to her and she looks around she's like what wait where are you what what's happening I mean those ears perk up she's like I'm being haunted right now what is going on I know like that would make me as I feel like if I were an animal more paranoid I'd be like what the fuck but most of the time, she's like, she'll sit down or lay down, and she's just like looking around, like where. But it kind of shuts that, gives her something else to focus on. Yeah. So we can do that every now and then to kind of calm her down. I mean, it was really valuable the last time we went on vacation. We had a pet sitter, but our pet sitter has a day job, so she would go to work, and we would tell her like, when you leave, we'll know because she'll set the alarm. We'll turn the Furbo on. When you get home, mm-hmm. we'll turn it off because we don't want you to feel like we're, you know, watching what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. That's a little weird. So, you know, we just tell her, like, while you're gone, we'll have the Furbo on so that we can interact with them. And that worked out really well because Snuffy was able to kind of get some some time with us, even though it was weird voice in the bedroom. But uh, it kind of chilled her out a little bit. Maybe you should go to the pet to spa crate and then... You know, then she'll be like, please leave. I'm in here with my tiny cucumber circles. Please leave me alone. The only thing I'm worried about is that she, we had a dog crate for her when I first got her. And yeah, that mm-hmm. dog crate did not last. Who knew? She started tearing it up when she was in it, drooled all in it, and was just a mess. She does better when she has like a room access. Mm-hmm. But maybe if it's there and she realizes she's not being enclosed in it and left in it. That's one of those things where it's like, that's a lot of money that I don't know that Uh I want to get for a dog that won't use it. (laughs) But the idea is really great. Well, to sort of round out our episode today, I do have an important announcement that is not in any way related to (laughs) the things that we've been talking about, but it's it's still super important. So Mm -hmm. the AVMA is offering free QPR suicide prevention training for all veterinary staff. QPR training, also known as gatekeeper training, 
teaches people without professional mental health backgrounds to recognize the signs that someone might be considering suicide, to establish a dialogue with them, and to guide the person to seek professional help. It's not a substitute for professional assistance, but it can be a critical tool to intervene if someone is contemplating suicide and you're noticing something is off with them and it could be the difference in someone's life. And it's something that any veterinary professional should be able to to learn to do. So because of the importance of, you know, mental well-being and the unfortunate situation with the prevalence of suicide in our profession, the AVMA is offering this for free. Mm. Now, the AVMA website, which we'll link to in the show notes for this episode and also on social media, does have a lot of resources here about gatekeeper training in QPR and, uh, you know, information for you to read. It takes about 60 minutes to do the training and it covers a number of things. And I'm just reading from the AVMA website here, but those things are how to question, persuade, and refer someone who may be suicidal, like meaning refer them to like a mental health professional, how to get help for someone in crisis, common causes of suicidal behavior, and then also warning signs of suicide. And then the training is completely free of charge, compliments um, of the AVMA, AVMA Life and AVMA Professional Liability Insurance Trust. Once you sign up, you have access to your QPR account for up to three years so that you can kind of do things at your convenience and then also go back and review things kind of as needed. So who is eligible? Veterinarians, veterinary students, technicians, assistants, practice managers, and all other veterinary professionals can take this training at no cost. That's good. I like that. Yeah, I think it's really important. Never know when that would come in handy. Yeah, I can think of several instances over time when that sort of training and knowing what to do, it probably would have been really helpful. It's a positive thing to have that available. Before we sign off, we'd like everyone to know that we've created a listener poll. We've created the poll to help us understand our audience better and to bring you the best content possible. If you wouldn't mind filling out the poll, we would really appreciate it. And you'll find the links to the poll on our social media accounts. Okay, guys, thank you for joining us today. If you have stories, cases, or anything you'd like for us to read, please send it to introvetspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram, and we're at introvets. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.